everyone welcome back to black girl couch reviews i'm your host christina we are back for another episode the penultimate of charmed season three episode i believe 18 don't quote me on that the storm before the calm written by jeffrey lieber and sydney kwashi directed by jeff Schatz. i gave this episode an 8.2 out of 10 i think that a few storylines wrapped up we have uh, another storyline unfolding. Y'all know I don't watch the trailers for next week, so I have no idea how they're going to wrap this up. But, you know, for the most part, you know, at least we got some things that I've been wanting for a while, uh, which is basically Macy getting your demon powers back and a little bit of maybe reconciliation. Not so much as, well, kind of of characters but more so regarding uh plot points and we uh have the whispering evil that continues to not be a one-off thing and it's an intriguing type of uh adversary i will say as it's not a person it's really a parasite and i'm i'm intrigued to learn more about it now the writing definitely borderlines between something that is rather profound and then it's kind of juxtaposed with some rather lackluster types of steps in which they're taking to get to certain areas that they want the plot to go and we'll discuss those flaws as the episode goes along which goes towards why the score is more on the lower eight side despite the things that i did like let's go ahead and get into this recap the charm ones enter the tomb of chaos which truly isn't a safe place for a pregnant lady especially in the third trimester i love the trio of black outfits though reminding me of that in vogue video actually want to do the same thing that macy did with her hair i've been thinking about it for quite a while they follow harry's instructions to where the perfect eye cell is which mimics their command center i called her edna because i never remember what her name is until the end of the episode <laughs> and learned that it was aladria i see i still don't know what it is um mo apparently wasn't needed in this episode but she said, I want to pretend I still have control of the world. Look at me. I'm a powerful witch. She was bringing the most sass. So I loved her <laughs> in that moment. Like we have not been on the same page, but you was given all types of charm toot in this. Given the charm ones toot in this. Just like very subtly letting them know they're making a terrible mistake <laughs> like i'm gonna go ahead and let you drive this ride but I'm, I'm just saying option one i knew you were not gonna go with this option would be to let me and mo out so that we could take care of the situation like no um you trying to kill us that was last week so we're gonna need a little bit more time before we even think about trusting y'all asses she knew that really wasn't an option so she went to option two which is to kill the host as the whispering evil doesn't last long without one 
How about new? You crazy Dutch bastard. Which makes her continue down the list that she wrote out to option three, which is separating the evil from the host, but it requires powerful magic that the power of three is unfortunately ill-equipped alone, seen as uh, to handle, seeing as the whispering evil has been attacked by the power of three before and adapts and gets more resilient. When Macy broke it down in science terms, I found that very appealing for the character, the consistency there. They need to design an attack that the Whispering Evil has not seen before. So Macy suggests the power of three combined with her demon fire power as no power of three, or no charmed one anyway, has ever had it. It's pointed out when they get back home that Macy doesn't have it either. (laughs) Not yet. Mel points out Abby is making an effort, but Macy tells her she hasn't succeeded, thus it's time to intervene. Fair play. You don't have to like someone to work with them, just as you don't need to be viscerally an ass. You can just be civil. I've done it with co-workers and often even found things worth liking about them, even if I did not like them at all. Maggie is going to locate Whispering Jordan with Mel wanting to come along until preterm labor stops that crazy idea. Bitch, I had Braxton Hicks and I almost died. Do you hear me? Are you hearing me? I will never forget that night. So when I got to the hospital for the real deal, you best believe I had that epidural on stat. On stat. And it was a good hospital, so they had it on deck too. They came real quick. I'll tell y'all that story at some point on the Jones Chronicles. (laughs) I'm not sure she couldn't go to the hospital as there's nothing to indicate her labor would be any different than any other labor. But Mel has found a spell to stop labor and has invited Josefina to help since Ruby is with her mother. Unless they make the actress that plays Ruby a full-time character, I'm not going to pretend to invest in this relationship. It's made of sparkles. Harry tries to heal Swan in a containment field with his waning powers. His power lines are showing, which is the last step in his mortality journey. Maggie can get no vision of Jordan using his things, so she wants to have Harry hold Swan down, lower the containment field so she can get a vision from the evil side of things. How about new? Harry said, or, or, you can put your hand up to the containment field, which seems much smarter. Then we go over to Abigail's. I was like, okay, Pink Panther. Macy arrives and introduces her sister Waverly to Abby who has changed her mind in helping retrieve the dagger as she is concerned mother will turn her wrath on her and her daughter but seeing as she just tried to kill your child you think you'd want to slit the bitch's throat. episode waverly is still the worst no instead she turns coward and leaves so it's just the two women against her psycho mom who is not even very much a threat if i'm being thoroughly honest i feel as if 
macy should have tossed her ass across the room like bitch do you know my name and got her to unlock the damn dagger and stop with these games back at command maggie gets a vision jordan is cat is at capitol hill a water treatment plant he plans to contaminate the water supply and takes the longest amount of time i've ever seen in my entire life to make it to the place in which he can infect said water supply i don't know why you just didn't go down to you know a lake anything i i don't know i don't know maggie plans to stop him from the beginning of the end she was so dramatic about it it's happening right now she and harry get to the water plant to shut it down except they don't really know how to shut down a water plant and made no efforts from the moment they got there to continue that plan instead of just not going up against the whispering evil because we know you're not capable of doing so because we said it in the episode several times contractions are getting closer and josefina wonders what this will do to the future mel said let's not find out who's to say this isn't what was supposed to happen i'm not sure why like i don't get the correlation like i brought my baby back from the future so that you could protect it but it's not to say the whispering evil is the thing that we need to protect it from it could be some old other event that y'all don't know about mel made this awesome charm that can tell you everything about the baby but doesn't want to know anything specific because she thinks it might be bad luck she then has a uncharacteristic moment of wondering if she's going to be a good parent because her mom you know kept some things from her i'm like yeah that's every parent ever born (laughs) you really think you know your mom inside out kind of shit is that that's a an unrealistic expectation she does wish her mom was here and that is a realistic expectation and that she knew her better i'm glad she isn't a dead topic as josefina did some digging out their differing stories on events that happened with the fam maggie is worried jordan may never want to see her again as she's walking around with harry after all the shit that he's been through which is a valid concern harry gets knocked out and now it's maggie against the whispering jordan and her stick josefina gives uh mel a letter that confirms mom stole the book of shadows apologizing for the betrayal which mel still can't comprehend she's given the potion tea to stop the contractions with lemon in it to make it taste better macy and abby get to the sussex home where she grew up and are able to get the blade however she tries or as she tries to transfer the power abby is felt the sum of the protectorate spell put on by her mother the whole entire house rejects her magic and i don't know why abigail needed to say i'll burn this place down again five times we got it mom waltzes her ass in hearing about the situation and propositions to give macy her power if she kills her daughter since the blade responds only to her voice that just makes no fucking sense i mean it's just bullshit fuck oh my while there is some relevant things to say about abuse and and its cycles the way in which they portray the mother is so incomprehensible 
you know they're making her a cartoon villain instead of anyone with any type of nuance she's just the bad guy she's the abuse figure versus a fleshed out character which makes these scenes rather just unpleasant to watch it's just it's more like okay if you're going to do that then she doesn't she shouldn't be allowed to have really many speaking lines just have macy fuck her up meanwhile maggie puts in but the whispering jordan got her and now she's infected which is why he chuckled and ran off harry very conveniently gets his ass up off the pavement when she was going ham on him i must say that was some shit that was hilarious (laughs) he can't heal her maggie yells because he's fucking useless she's appalled that it's been five minutes and she's already a karen the attack the attacks anyway they keep coming to harry's pride as she accuses him of thinking her weak when she tries to go after jordan when he's weak for giving up his immortality he's like um we should really go and you know come back with our full resources why don't you do something vaguely useful and go get my sisters god damn it is then followed up with harry who can't go nowhere as his phone is cracked his powers are on e and she got the marble (laughs) mom translocates macy to hong kong before she gets back to the command center she attempts to kill abby but waverly stops her having decided to get some vengeance all of a sudden in a backbone if someone came for my daughter and it was my mother you best believe she would feel the full sum of my wrath immediately i would need no type of prodding we tired of playing with your ass nigga today your ass is gonna die bitch say goodnight, motherfucker she gonna have the audacity to be all upset with it with tears in her eyes i'm like um it seems like you're having a very belated response macy returns just in time to stop her from attacking them both and abby won't kill her mother because despite the evil of her parents she doesn't have to follow the cycle and this is where i'm like that makes so much sense that is a relevant um profound statement regarding abuse in general that a lot of people that are abuse victims actually do fall into and i'm not just talking from you know out of my ass i'm talking from actual experience from multiple households multiple friends multiple families it's shocking how much the cycle of abuse follows the next generation and the next generation it's like that poison is inside of you and that's the only way that you got to know your parents when you're a child and so when you grow up it doesn't justify anything it doesn't it's not meant to justify anything but you know people don't behave the way they do out of thin air there's usually something that precipitates those behaviors and you know some people are just psychos in the world hey i can't fucking figure out jeffrey dahmer (laughs) some people are just evil but most people that do terrible things usually have a cycle that that can be followed back to 
Um, it's not, it's not meant to be an excuse. It's just simply a pattern of behavior in society that very much informs why so many adults in society, um, have these, these same type of characteristics in their adulthood, even if it's not to the same extent of, of their parents. And that's not even in fully an abuse cycle. It, it could be in just a general raising of a belief system you know whispering jordan is about to poison the water supply and this took like 45 minutes for him to get there and tells maggie that the man has ill feelings toward her and her wishy-washy ways encouraging her to give in to the infection and the anger this goes on for what seemed like ages with that damn stick don't get me wrong maggie look cool doing this but man the physical violence of this relationship and the amount of uh physical violence going on between them was you know a lot is a is a lot oh now waverly wants to be upset about the most heinous crime mama's done with abby stopping her macy is like unlock this damn blade already they should have used a spell a potion something besides words and false threats because it seemed really stupid oh now my waverly after i try to kill her daughter is gonna kill me and she was talked down but i'm gonna be i'm gonna do what you guys say now meanwhile at la casa vera after tea spills on the letter both women realize there's nothing or there's another hidden note exposed by lemon saying she did it for her three daughters this was just stupid too i'm sorry i i don't know why marisol couldn't have just said that in an actual note (laughs) for stealing the book of shadows and just being like yeah we're all witches here and adults i need this book i'm taking it because you're not going to be capable like why didn't you give them the benefit of common sense i don't know she is concerned no one has checked in mel macy gets her demon powers back amen to that shit just in time for harry to come stumbling out of abby's bedroom (laughs) in his last orb attempt i don't know why i laugh so hard because both women are like oh okay we're having a moment here comes harry like i've been trying to do this for like fucking years he tells her maggie needs your assistance like asap everyone gets to the command center and prepare to defeat 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 the evil but Josefina mentions that Mel can't use her powers. Like, what? <laughs> As we were walking here and you heard about what we were going to do, why now did you think, oh, by the way, the thing in which you guys need to accomplish? Like, you should have just had an antidote on stat and this should have already been a conversation. And if she does, this baby will come out of time. I don't know why this coming out of time thing was such a big deal i i guess i don't know maybe there's something about it i'm missing angry maggie is still fighting jordan when the sisters show up with macy knocking him out with the toolkit i did like that scene (laughs) maggie wants to rip his head off and can't believe these bitches are late to the apocalypse mel gets a contraction and she says what the hell is her problem focus or you're delivering this baby they take out the whispering evil from jordan or separate it 
with the power of three plus demon power seemingly defeating it and finally jordan is free while they all smile at each other for two minutes longer than necessary this is the thing maggie if you love that man why aren't you running to him i thought the abby macy conversation when she came to the door was proper she says thank you but abby rejects the offer of thanks because look i did something i mean basically don't thank me for (laughs) returning something that i stole in the first place like no you shouldn't thank me for that and then macy responds with no i'm encouraging i'm saying this because i want to encourage you for doing the right thing like i'm thanking you for being you don't have like there's nothing that says you have to be a right or or right or wrong good or bad person right but if you are a good person or you're trying to be a good person especially people when they're trying to change encouragement is everything and so that support is what she was offering in that moment for doing the right thing and she uh, abby acknowledges that was the only time that she did so she's not excusing her own behavior at any point she's not making excuses for her behavior she know she accepts that she's encouraging her for doing the right thing this particular time nothing else she's also leaving and for good i don't know if for good <laughs> i'm sure some people think i hope she's not i was glad she wasn't killed off and uh i know that she's not the most liked character in the fandom I'm not going to go into any of the reasons why. (laughs) I'm sure they're debated enough out there. But I would be sad if this character is not coming back. But if she does, it's going to be with a not clean slate, but a transformed person than the person we initially met. And I won't deny that in some parts it was done sloppily especially with the introduction of waverly and the mom she apologizes um to macy for everything while macy doesn't offer her forgiveness she does hope she finds some peace and see that to me is some hero shit that is maturity growth in a way that doesn't negate your spirit I don't know why my chair is so noisy today, but I'm not editing it out. (laughs) Emotional intelligence. I know I've used that word so many times, but it really does transcend us from this, from our petty squabbles. We find ourselves debased in. Treat your enemy, not how they treat you, but how you deserve to be treated. And then they lose that power over you and others. Uh, when that voice is diminished by those who shout above it without it we don't reach the next step in evolution we continue to recycle so when that statement of change is a process was delivered that's a very um relevant statement it's not cancel culture it's not a soundbite it's not something even happens overnight right not even a few months maybe not even years um but it is a process and no one has the right to if someone's trying to change to uh 
uh, embitter that process. Because to do that is to debase yourself, in my humble opinion. She goes to speak with Mel and requests baby pics be sent to her to know that the child is healthy, even though she knows that she doesn't have anything to do with it. And Mel confirms, like, yeah, you are not the mother of this child, which that's also a fair play. Um, however, she prefers not to have this baby, which was a concern, but she doesn't go further into it. But if she does, invites Abby to visit in person. Abby admits getting to know her better made her want to be better. So says, are we friends? Mel gives her a hug and says, of course they are. The song, Come Back to Me, I Think I'm Ready, plays. Yeah, you can't tell me this isn't shipworthy of sailing. This is my OTP, I'll go down with this ship. Just as Abby leaves, she has a contraction. Macy goes and finds Harry at Safe Space, who has released Swan, telling her she ingested something, maybe those brownies. She tells him Abby is gone, and so is his powers, and now he can live the rest of his life normal. She says, No, our life before kissing ensues. Fucking right in the pussy! Macy then gets concerned that there was no symbol left when they vanquished the Whispering Evil, and maybe they need to chat once again with Aladria? Aladria? <laughs> I kind of like my first name of Edna. Maggie sits in the backyard with Wine and Jordan, who has some vague memories of being angry with her, and she knowing he was likely right to be her hot and cold ass but she indicates she wants them to have a thing just as they are about to kiss Josefina comes in to yell about Mel the contractions are now four minutes apart why wouldn't Jordan come in isn't he like a medic he has more experience than y'all asses But uh, the baby is coming in the here and now and things and they think that means things aren't fixed yet with the whispering evil. Once again, once again, I didn't know this was a correlation of the show of what was going on in the future. Uh, If it is, I wish they'd made a bigger point about it. Aladria in the tomb confirms as much. I also love the fact that she made the not only is it you know oh i'm making fun of you guys because i made my cell the command center but it also (laughs) means we don't have to budget for another set piece but aladria edna confirms as much in the tomb those infected by the previous hosts are released but it will find a new one and the cycle will repeat except it will be worse it is resilient and adaptable like i said which is why option one and two were there and spoken before option three and the worst is now yet to come shit motherfucker ass tits cunt cock motherfucker shit ass tits motherfucker shit come on and that was our episode as we see the whispering evil had went into the drainage system why didn't he just you know contaminate the system right then and there why did it need i don't get the logistics behind it i think it's a little weak sauce but i'm willing to go with it because i like the idea of whispering evil in itself 
I like the sound that it makes. I like the weird fingernail that it has. And I like that it's still uh, a threat. I will also say that the breaks in this show really hurt the momentum. Hopefully next year they can shorten those breaks a little bit. But enough about what I feel. Let's jump into the feedback and hear what Trevor has to say about this episode. Hey Christina, I hope you're doing well. Um, I really enjoyed this episode of of Charn. Um, there were a few things that I was like a little, uh, had some questions on, or I was like, hmm, not sure if this is on purpose or if they'll explain it in a future episode. But overall, I really like this. Um, I love how you know we see the progress of the season, you know, in terms of. The ladies initially going to the Tomb of Chaos, trying to navigate how to get in and out, to now being confident going in, and like, you know, really owning kind of what they've learned and, and applying it to the current current situation of like going back to talk to Mo and them. Um, I was actually a little sad that Mo wasn't in this episode, because I didn't like the woman. Like, she's okay, but I really wanted to see Mo. Um, I just, I like him more. Um, I also, like, enjoyed how we, you know, got to see Josefina again, um, and even the, the twist of the letter that the girl, the woman's mom, or the charm woman's mother wrote to her cousin, just explaining, like, why she stole the Book of Shadows, and I actually thought it was a cool, neat trick that... You know, there was a secret note hidden within the initial note and that they needed Lemon to, you know, reveal the, the secrets, which random, but I kind of wonder if that's a real thing. And if so, kind of cool. And I may want to want to do that, but that's just like a, a side note right there. Um, well, and, and just kind of before I go to the next thing, I'm actually happy Josefina didn't annoy me in this episode. Because I really, really like Josefina. I really like her. And I loved how they introduced her. And just her in the first few episodes that we got to, got to see of her. But then towards the end, she annoyed me. And so when she came back, I was like, please annoy me. Please be, like, actually valuable. And she was. And, and that's what I want to see with Josefina. I want her to be, like, she seems more mature. She seems, like, more grounded. And I don't know if it's because she got her powers that she's like, okay, I'm good. I'll calm down. So I hope. I hope this stays with future future scenes from her. Um, for Harry, I'm actually annoyed that he's no longer a white lighter. Like, I get he wants to be with Macy. I really, really do. And I get that they're trying to do the same thing, similar to what happened in the OG charm with Piper and Leo. But, and I think people are going to probably hate me for this, so I, I'm sorry. But... A part of me really doesn't want to see Macy and Harry together. A part of me feels like there's a better guy out there for Macy. I'm not saying Harry isn't. And if they do end up together once this show finally ends in years, years to come, then that's fine. I'm not going to be mad or anything. But I do feel like Harry needs to stay a white lighter. Macy needs to find another guy that's, that's more suited for her. So I, I just... 
I just think that if, if they're going to really stick to Harry not being a white lighter, then next season he needs a job. He needs to go back to teaching. He needs to do something. Hell, if he's waiting tables, that's fine. But he needs to do something. So he's not like... I don't, I don't want to see anything of like, oh, I don't know what to do. I'm bored. I'm Harry. I have no purpose anymore. Um, with Maggie and her getting cut by Whispering Jordan, I wasn't really I was like okay this is good this is good I like I like it I like her fighting moves and it was actually funny because I was talking to a friend who loved the OG charm and one of the complaints that we had about the OG charm was just Phoebe who was also the youngest sisters and her fighting abilities was kind of like mad and sometimes corny and 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 done awfully but looking at Maggie I'm like I really really love how she's like fighting she uses her weapons like she's really on it and and i appreciate like it's not a crappy fighting style it's actually like legit because she doesn't have like truly an active power like her sisters um but she she's able to compensate with her fighting abilities and i and i really really like that um with abigail I was really sad to know that learn that this was her last episode. Like, really, really sad. First, I want to compliment her on her outfit because that outfit she was wearing was on point. I love the colors. I really, really like that and it looked good on her. Um, so, you know, compliments to the stylist of the show. But I was really sad um, about her leaving and I did enjoy how she was able to give Macy her powers back. And also, like, you know, just realize like hey she doesn't have to be like her her mother or her father um that she can be better than both of them and and make amends and i and i appreciate what macy had said that even the worst of people can you know do better and and get a second chance and become better versions of themselves and i think that's true of abigail the one thing about the scene the scene with abigail her mother and her sister all together that particular scene kind of like I don't want to say annoyed me, but it reminded me of a soap opera moment or a tele- telenovela moment. Probably just of how like like dramatic it was of the mother telling Waverly like, oh, your sister's never going to hurt you again. And then, you know, her sister realizing, no, it's you all along. Like, you're the big bad. You've been manipulating all of us and all that stuff. So I kind of thought that was a little bit too much, too dramatic for me. But overall, it was still fine. Um, And I'm glad that, you know, we got to see Abigail refrain from killing her mother, even though her mother is an abusive and horrible person. But I am glad that, you know, I, I think overall for Abigail's storyline I think she I think she's one of the few characters that has properly progressed and you've seen a a good story arc overall for her um I also thought at the end when she was saying goodbye to Mel like it made me really sad because I was like oh I actually really would have liked you both to get together I would have liked to see Mel and Abigail be a couple compared to Mel and Ruby no offense to those who love Ruby and Mel but I would have been more in favor of that. And I do hope they bring the character back. I don't know why the actress is leaving, but I do hope they bring the character back um, for a f- even if it's a cameo for a future episode or future season. Um, with Mel, like her and the baby, I- I'm thinking since le- next week's the last episode, 
my theory is that she's going to be delivering the baby and then future Mel is going to come and take the baby back being like, thanks for the heavy lifting. I'm going to take the baby back and raise it now, which would kind of be a little messed up. But unless they say that the future Mel already did this for that future Mel, never mind. I'm confusing myself, but that's kind of my theory. Um, I, I love, I really, really enjoy how they've integrated her actual pregnancy into this. And I think it's a smart move on their end. And I'm curious to see like how it's going to play. Like if they do win, I'm assuming they're going to defeat the Whispering Evil. But if they do defeat the Whispering Evil, um, I wonder, does that mean the baby is no longer, you know, is it going to be like a flash moment where they change the timeline? So that means this baby is not going to come to fruition and instead, like, it's going to be a different baby and it's going to be a different circumstances that gets male pregnant. Whatever the case is, I would be curious, like, how they handle the baby situation as well. Um, and then with Macy, like, you know, I love Macy. I love her to death. Um, not a lot for her storyline this week. But um, the one thing I will say is I'm glad that at the end we got to see Macy and Abigail, you know, just finally make amends with each other and I do think that they've finally forgiven each other um and I and I really like that um with going back to the perfect perfect eye I do hope um they come back next season as well and I'm hoping that you know this time they'll be on their best behavior and actually be allies with the charm ones again instead of like you know just kind of the way they are in their in their way in their ways i don't know if that's making sense i'm sorry i'm all over the place um but that's really it like i, I enjoyed it i thought it was a good episode and i'm really excited for next week's episode i thought it was gonna be 19 episodes but i learned um that it's only gonna be 18 episodes so i'm curious if they initially planned for 19 why did they cut one episode out maybe just scheduling differences and all that stuff but overall this is really really good um and i'm like i said i'm very excited for next week's episode uh thank you and talk to you later bye that was trevor with his thoughts on the episode i am too excited to see what the season finale is going to bring um i'm not sure if they're gonna wrap up the whispering evil i would think they would and start season four a little bit fresh I think that would be fair to kind of wrap up all of the storylines. For the most part, they all connected to each other. And like I said, it hasn't been perfect. There's definitely room for criticism and I've definitely expressed it. But for the most part, I have enjoyed the season and I hope you are well as well, Trevor. I did miss Mo in this episode, but surprisingly, Bland was able to, for the most part, um not feel like bland toast yes Josefina was much more awesome in this episode i was right there with you with my annoyance of the character being so power crazy or power hungry willing to sacrifice the whole entire family to ensure that she gets said powers yeah a little much yes i'm not sure why now he needed to give up being a white lighter um i'll be frank as well i'm not too fan of him giving up being a white lighter because i don't feel as if he's bringing anything additional to the storyline 
without him being a white lighter <laughs> i felt that we could have went a little bit further with him um gotten a little bit closer to maybe exploring uh, some mythos or, or you know reorganizing some mythos but for whatever reason they changed direction i don't know if it was covid i don't know if um i know that's been a, an excuse so to speak for a lot of tv shows but it did happen can't like it's not like we can pretend it wasn't there and may have been a cause to some creative uh boxing it's not to say that other shows weren't given those same uh parameters and able to be much more successful but i think with what they were given i didn't hate it <laughs> i still don't i still while everyone enjoys the first season the most that's still my least favorite season so i guess it just all comes down to taste i agree i love maggie's fighting abilities <laughs> even if they were brutal as hell to the man she loves oh and yeah if he is going to be mortal next year he needs to have a job he needs to do something because when she was calling him useless i was kind of like well she ain't wrong <laughs> he had a few moments to stick out in this season but for the most part he's kind of played macy's love interest and vice versa and they 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 need to keep their individuality even in a relationship i don't like when people get in a relationship and then they lose their individuality it's why i'm always so um tempered with ships because you know i'm not all about the ship i still want them to be people <laughs> um and that whole waverly the mom thing i i already trashed it enough calling it a soap opera moment is very accurate i lol'd because it was just a lot of back and forth nonsense i think she'll have the baby this is my prediction could be wrong because i'm never right about any of my predictions in this show but i think she'll have the baby but then future male will show up just as they defeat the whispering evil if they're trying to correlate which it seems the show is those events and take her baby and then she'll be left with residual time travel powers back and then maybe next season we can get back to a little bit more expansive storylines that we're now now not so but at the same time i know that half of america is vaccinated but covid is still a thing people are still being uh, testing positive it's still causing more deaths today than traffic accidents and ods so it's also not something that is eradicated from this world and still not causing problems so to to act like things are better now because you can go outside without your mask on doesn't mean it's how it is on the rest of the nation there's still a lot of people dying from it um so yeah i don't know because i know i just saw that the bridgerton there i don't even watch that show <laughs> after the first well i watched the first season it wasn't bad it just wasn't my cup of tea at the end um but yeah they're shut down indefinitely because of several positive cases so i mean you can't be lax you still have to follow <laughs> protocol it, it hasn't fizzled away into the background of society it's still relevant but i think they're hopeful that maybe they can get a little bit more creative with the story arcs because i think that's the one thing 
that I'm missing is just a little bit more of a little more pizzazz, some more fire, some more spice underneath some of these arcs. They're kind of tame. And yes, I'd love if the Perfect Eye were back. I think that they make great um, frenemies to the Charmed Ones. There's a lot of things they don't know about. And they still possibly can continue this Tomb of Chaos theme. Because nothing's to say that they've captured all of the creatures. So they can milk this for as long as they want to milk it. And it would be a good way to reintroduce a new threat each season. And make it a creature. So I have concluded this podcast now. I am hitting the gavel. I've, been, I've, I've ended court. <laughs> Our session is done. If you want to send feedback on the next episode, blackocouch at gmail.com. You can leave a comment below on this podcast. My social media will be there as well. Remember to like, share, subscribe. Until the next time, peace, hair grease, and black on magic. <laughs>